0: This is Talking Out Proud. I'm your host, Kian Straub. This week, we have another comedian from the Detroit area, Diana Graham. Hello. Hello. Welcome back for the second time.
1: I wonder, I think, um, I think we should just make it really weird.
0: Really weird?
1: Like, just be as strange as possible so that they can't <laughs> possibly have think we practiced for it.
0: Okay. I, no, just, I would is,
1: uh... hate I would hate for it to get out that we practice for this.
0: <laughs> this is just the whole ploy that I have. I don't have friends, so I ask people to record a <laughs> podcast. And then oh, so... no,
1: it didn't record. <laughs> yeah,
0: and then I just I do that I'll five just, nights. Just,
1: yeah, spend another night not alone. <laughs> it's a genius move. I respect it. it
0: really is, yeah.
1: <laughs> not enough <laughs> people are doing it, for being really honest. <laughs>
0: Okay. Um so you identify as gender fluid. Uh-huh. Do you want to explain what that is?
1: Okay. So, for me, I experience uh, masculinity and femininity on a grand scale mm-hmm. from hyperfemininity to hypermasculinity, everywhere in between, and because I am comfortable with each of those, um I feel like gender fluid describes me perfectly.
0: Nice. Um and the pronouns you use.
1: I use any and all of them.
0: Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um I didn't think about this uh when you explained that last time. So like I guess I feel like I don't I don't know. I don't know that much because I was like, oh, this box is fine for me. So like hyper masculinity and like hyper femininity. So like do other people experience it like not as extreme, then? Um. I mean, hmm. I know you don't know other people's experiences. Yeah, but...
1: I guess I don't. But, like, I don't know. I feel like for most, like, from my observation of other people, like, mm-hmm. especially, like, cis people, like, you know, they usually, they maintain that one level.
0: Yeah. I got you know you. what I'm
1: saying? Like, yeah. Like, you know, you you have, you have, like... <laughs> like different aesthetics of people you know but like mm. oh like they'll
0: they're usually in that one if lane. you know
1: a guy yeah if you know a guy that paints his nails he usually he always has nails painted mm-hmm. or like you know what i mean like different levels of femininity and masculinity but it's like kind of constant for them where for yeah. me it's constantly fluctuating
0: so i don't i don't want to ask anything too personal or wrong honestly i just want to know more about like What being gender fluid is like. Like, so how, because I know a lot of people that criticize it are like, oh, so like one day you're this and one day you're that, you know, like there's a whole (laughs) obnoxious thing about that. But like, how, I don't, it's just so interesting that it changes. Like, how often do you feel does it seem to change, I guess?
1: Oh, um, I don't know. It can be like, Um, It can be from day to day till like, throughout the day till, like, sometimes I'll be in, like, like a pretty masculine place for, like, a month. Mm -hmm. Like, it all just depends. And I'm really just at uh, at mercy to it. (laughs) (laughs) In terms of dysphoria, I I don't know if you've ever gone through this, but, like, where you're getting dressed in the morning Mm -hmm. and there's, like because I'm having to try on different, like, whatever, like, I'm going to be comfortable in that day, like, having to try on clothing. Every time before I leave for school, there's, like, a graveyard of dysphoric (laughs) outfits on my bed.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, so it's, like, like, finding out whatever level it is. Like, I'm packing to go to Wisconsin this weekend, and I, like, packed a skirt and a binder. I was like, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know how I'm going to feel this weekend.
0: (laughs) That's funny. That's, yeah, that's... I've never really thought about that. That'd be a lot to deal with, I guess, especially going places.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, you know, whatever I'm gonna have, I'm gonna have. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um. So you have come out twice. Yes. Um.
1: <laughs> the old one, two. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, I, f- I don't know. It's so interesting coming out twice because also one, I, f- you're, you, well, I mean the way time works, you are older the second time. <laughs> the out. time <laughs> but it's interesting yeah. to be able to compare like coming out the first time and then being more mature and coming out again.
1: Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm.
0: do you think you handled it differently the second time?
1: yeah i think the, the i remember the first time oh the the biggest difference was the first time i came out on snapchat and the second time <laughs> i came <out> on twitter <laughs> oh, that's <so> um, <laughs> no um <laughs> yeah i think i think the first time i was like a little nervous but i was like ah, you know it's okay like because i like my friends said no you know yeah and i was like little giddy about it like ooh, it was on okay. national coming out day
0: um, oh that okay that's cool
1: and i was kind of like a spur of the moment like i'll do this like <laughs> oh it's the day um but then um for uh or the second time around i like i i when we talked last time i actually pulled up the tweet because i wanted mm-hmm. to see what year it was from it was like december 2018 and the tweet was fuck it hey i'm gender fluid any pronouns <laughs> <laughs> it weird. was just like do what you will with that information not my business
0: <laughs> I feel like mine was very similar both times as well like it was like I I took some time to come out to like family and stuff but other than that, I was like yeah I post on social media and like when I came out as gay I posted um <laughs> a music video by um Allie Hills do you know <laughs> No, I'm not. She's like a lesbian YouTuber. Okay. And Yeah, it was like this song about coming out. And oh, like,
1: that's cute. Yeah,
0: it was like, <laughs> if you're watching this, the person that sent you this or whatever is gay. It was like the whole thing. And then... Uh, Solid. When I Convenient. Came out, right? <laughs> For you. When I came out, I was trans. It was like I was sitting in a parking lot um, about to go into a five below. And I was just like, okay, just I'm just going to do it. <laughs> And then I shut my phone off afterwards. and that It's was it.
1: time, obviously.
0: Yeah. You're
1: in the parking lot. Everybody saw this coming.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: No, dude, honestly, one of the craziest things about like getting some minor popularity on TikTok
0: mm-hmm. is
1: kids using my videos to come out.
0: That's happened?
1: Yeah, like multiple times.
0: That's insane.
1: It's, it's insane.
0: How do you find out about that? Like they just tell you?
1: Well, so, like, I can, you can view, like, who uses, like, your audio, oh. so i have like, I usually, like, I like to go through that every once in a while, and I'll, like, you know, like, just like all the videos, because it's very flattering for somebody yeah. to I use my audio, mm-hmm. um, so, like, I'll do that, and sometimes, like, the caption is, like, this is me coming out to you guys, like, ah, <laughs> and then, like, other times, they'll tag their friends in the video, like, in the comments, and be, like, hey, this is, uh huh. Me coming out. Like,
0: yeah. That's yeah, crazy. It's,
1: it's insane.
0: That's really I'm like,
1: cool. I can't believe I get to be part of this. You're
0: right. <laughs> yeah, I would that's that's crazy.
1: Yeah.
0: Um do you have any I didn't ask you this last time, but do you do you have any advice for like people who might have friends or family that are trans?
1: Oh, just like in general
0: yeah just like things that i don't know like people might not think to be sensitive about or like um uh, um yeah
1: sorry tough question oh oh i think i think like one of them is probably like be careful with your like the slang that you use because mm. that can be damaging when you don't realize it like Calling somebody cis or calling them bro or dude Mm -hmm. or you know like very gendered terms because like for me I'm not really bothered by whichever yeah um obviously (laughs) but like I I always make sure to like you know kind of be wary of it if I'm around somebody who's within the binary and um like because one thing that I do is I always call everybody king Uh, (laughs) and I gotta be careful queen just doesn't roll off the tongue the same way (laughs) i since i was a kid i've never used queen i've always used king because as a child i understood that men had more power in society but um oh
0: boy yeah
1: (laughs) (laughs) but yeah i try to i try to just be conscious i think that's like one of the tiny things that you can do to like just make somebody more because i know it can sting
0: yeah i guess going off of that um I feel like people don't realize a lot of the time when they're doing things that are like microaggressions. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. like people think they're being accepting and it's just like still not great. And it's hard because, I don't know, sometimes I feel like I can't be upset with them because they didn't mean to be hurtful. But yeah,
1: but it doesn't not hurt you. Yeah. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah. I don't know i yeah it's uh it's tricky like I like with like gendered like slang like that I don't get bothered but if somebody like literally refers to me as a girl mm-hmm. then that's when I'm like oh but you know too, that that's yeah. not true like yeah. I said I told you that earlier <laughs> you've been over this
0: <laughs> yeah Yeah, I definitely, I experienced a lot in the beginning of my transition that I really didn't expect because they always came from the people who were, like, most supportive of me.
1: Yeah, where they just, like, still weren't fully conscious of what they were
0: were saying and stuff. Do you want to say how you, like, identify with your sexuality?
1: Oh, yeah. Well, so, yeah, I say I'm bisexual, which luckily works. I, I got a bunch of crap on TikTok. They were like, "But but why wouldn't you include non-binary people?" I'm like, "Bisexuality doesn't dis like exclude."
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. they're saying that you want people. they want you to say you're pan is what they're saying. Is that
1: no? I don't. Yeah, I like. There's the whole discourse discourse between pan and bi is uh, obnoxious. Yeah, um, like I like I've always said that the difference, to my understanding, is buy is you're attracted to somebody because of their gender but it's all gender and pan mm. it's like not a factor
0: that makes sense I've never really thought about it that way honestly
1: yeah that's like the one thing that I think because neither of them exclude non-binary people mm-hmm. and like somebody commented but like oh but what about non-binary people and I was like I'm literally not Yeah,
0: non-binary. you're not trying to <laughs> I'm
1: not... why would I be like <laughs> I like everybody except people like me I'm yeah. the painest person I know
0: <laughs> that's funny um okay so you identify as gender fluid to you I don't know if there's like a correct answer to this or not but like what would you say the difference between that and being non-binary is
1: um I think yeah I think it's again I think you can be non-binary and still feel whatever level of femininity or masculinity or androgyny that you feel Mm -hmm. at like more of a constant than what I feel because okay like i feel like there's there's of course I, there's like a ton of overlap because i am non-binary while being gender fluid yeah. like it's you know it's just like a different umbrella and i feel like it doesn't fit every like gender fluid is a specification because it doesn't fit everybody who is not binary
0: mm-hmm.
1: um so it's really just if you want to make that leap I, I have like non-binary friends who like i would say present like at like a select number of levels yeah of masculinity and femininity while I do the whole range <laughs>
0: okay yeah that makes sense
1: I don't know it's, I think it's just like whatever you know whatever you're comfortable with
0: yeah I feel like there has been so much talk and like disagreement in the trans community about all of these terms and what they mean and everything and like I don't it's kind of like. I don't know. Non-binary like simply means you don't fit in the binary like anything outside of the binary but I feel like there's always like people arguing about what it actually means and stuff. Um, Yeah. I don't know. It's crazy just how (laughs) much arguing I guess like that I feel like I've witnessed over the past year or two
1: yeah i i recently read on one that i like i didn't know about until somebody commented on my video because i had titled one of my videos like like it had gender nonconforming in the title
0: mm-hmm.
1: they're like well actually like that's a different thing that's not non-binary and i was like what <laughs> <laughs> and i looked it up and i was like oh yeah you're right but i still felt that like it applied to what i was saying because like mm-hmm. gender nonconforming is just that you don't dress the way that like you're, your gender yeah quote unquote supposed to Mm -hmm. well non-binary is actually not being
0: you know the actual yeah
1: yeah within that binary so I was like no you're right but also I feel like being gender fluid makes me gender non-conforming because how could I dress for a gender that's not (laughs) you know
0: yeah um this is something that I've sort of thought about and I'm not saying that this is what anybody's actually doing but I think it's worth thinking about um I don't know if there's actually been an influx in people who say they're trans or non-binary or whatever, because like, I mean, how how do you really count that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, I kind of feel like some people who identify as that it might be like people who don't want to be held to the standards that women are being held to anymore.
1: I know I 100% get what you're saying.
0: Yeah, like I
1: 100% know. I like I think like five years ago, I was telling people I was like, I don't think so many people because like I think in high school, I remember multiple people that I knew like went through like a gender identity crisis mm-hmm. and you know and ended up like maintaining whatever their gender was before. Yeah, and I was like, I think like not as many people would go through that kind of like identity crisis. Um, if we didn't have such strict gender roles to begin with, yes, because you can you cannot follow gender roles and be cis, you know yeah like it's a and... whole different thing, but like it, it's it's confusing mm-hmm. when it's so strictly enforced,
0: yeah, it's like they don't know how to exist within it, so then they just stop like yeah. identifying as it, yeah,
1: yeah, they don't yeah, exactly, I think there's like a disconnect there,
0: yeah. Um, which is unfortunate because I feel like to get it to the place where it needs to be and to not have such strict roles then you know you got to continue identifying as it and like break that gender role yeah you gotta stay there yeah Everybody I can thought... tell you
1: though I can tell you I used to mm-hmm. feel like because I'm in two male-dominated fields engineering and comedy mm-hmm. I used to feel like, before I was, like, out about it, the few months where I did comedy and I wasn't out gender-wise, um, I felt like I was betraying women by not being a woman.
0: Okay. Because
1: people would come up to me after shows and be like, it's so nice to see a woman doing this.
0: I totally understand that feeling. Right? And,
1: like, or, like, like in engineering, they'd be like, oh, that's so cool, like, that you're doing mm-hmm. that. And, you know, and so I, like, went through this crisis of, like, oh, my God, like, you know, people so desperately want representation in these fields, mm-hmm. and I, you know, can't be had that.
0: That, but can't, yeah.
1: Yeah, and so I like had this whole crisis, but I think it was in my second half hour that I did where I was like, I ended it with just like. And that's true, but you know what? There's even less representation <laughs> in these fields.
0: Is <laughs> Yeah, not <laughs>
1: people. So I'm still a goddamn hero.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's great. I yeah no I had like someone come up to me once and like tell me that their child is trans but they were upset with them because they were giving up like like they were killing it in life and then weren't representing women anymore and I was just like I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, why would you say that to me? <laughs> <laughs> don't
1: put that baggage on me. <laughs> That sounds like something they gotta work through.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. When you did, like, come out, or even just when you started, um, like, really living as yourself, did you feel, like, the relief of the pressure from, um, you know, like, the gender role of being female?
1: Um, I think I still feel that on a Um, day-to-day, because obviously that's what people assume still. Mm-hmm. Um, although, like, I do have passing privilege. I'm not gonna deny that. Uh, if I <laughs> if I put the effort in, um, <laughs> but like, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I definitely felt a relief of like, I finally started like dressing the way I wanted to dress, mm-hmm. and I never realized before that like the reason I felt discomfort in 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 dressing certain ways is because of dysphoria. Like, I never. Yeah. I didn't know that that's what that was for the longest mm-hmm. time. So like when I like finally came to terms it just with myself, like not even coming out, but yeah. you know, like, first with myself, cause I knew, I knew myself, I kept it to myself for like four years mm-hmm. and like really like being comfortable with it and like loving that part of myself did make me like so much more comfortable and how I presented myself so much more confident in my physical appearance. Mm-hmm. I think I was in a r- relationship with a boy um (laughs) my first mistake no um and uh I think I didn't come out until after we broke up and I think it's because I felt the pressure to be he liked girls so I felt that pressure to to be be, that to be that
0: yeah
1: Uh, even though he like didn't he like he loved the way that I dressed like I I, at that point I was dressing like the way I wanted to dress and I dressed really masculine I dressed really feminine whatever and Mm -hmm. he he loved that he was never like discouraged at that but like it was just like I like I even like started to like not entirely but I like let my hair get a little bit longer mm-hmm. like just like sub so, like a subconscious kind of level yeah. of pressure because he he never like he liked it because he was just he just liked me in general yeah. let's be honest but like um, you still yeah, just felt like I you... still felt that like inherent pressure to be more feminine
0: yeah yeah I definitely noticed um, like as soon as I started passing like there was so much less pressure to look a certain way. But I did feel – I remember I was, like, walking down a street at night with my best friend, and it was, like, not the, like, best street. It was, like, a little sketchy. And I remember feeling the pressure to, like, take care of myself because before I would have had no problem being, like, hey, do you want to switch sides so you can, like, protect me if anything happens? and then i was like oh my god i'm a man i can't <laughs> say that i, <laughs> I can't like, that. It was, honestly it was like this huge thing and i still struggle with it sometimes but not as much of like um i felt like it was so much more acceptable for me to ask for people to take care of me or for me to be like the weak one or oh dang
1: like that. yeah dang no no like I I get that because I feel like when when I'm with like my female friends I definitely assume the role Mm -hmm. you know but with I when if I'm with my guy friends then I'm like take care of me
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah I like I guess I didn't realize how much I really like leaned into that when I did identify as female I guess
1: yeah, no, I get that. I if you know do you know who Chella Man is? Yes. Oh my god. If you've watched his video where he talks about like now like when he's on the street, he has to realize, like internalize the fact that he is this buff tall yeah. man and he's going to scare women now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, I try to be conscious of that.
0: Like, I get so down
1: the street at night.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I get so anxious now about like uh interacting with females like I just <laughs> I get <Females>. really awkward. <laughs> like I just don't make eye contact I just pretend <laughs> I don't see them and I just like like I don't even know <laughs> I
1: simply do, do not see it. yeah
0: I just avoid the situation altogether <laughs> but like I also I deliver for Amazon and a lot of times I'll like walk up the houses and it'll just be like a 30-year-old woman outside and then I feel so awkward because I'm like, I don't want to stare at her as I walk up. I don't want (laughs) her to think that I'm like looking at her weird or like, I just get so awkward.
1: (laughs) You can overthink to it, yeah.
0: Yeah, definitely. (laughs) So last time we talked, this kind of has to do with like uh, gender roles and what's expected of you and like just feeling like you have to live inside of that or whatever the uh, inside of the box i don't know how to phrase what i'm saying i know what you, uh, mean. <laughs> <laughs> you were saying that like you had to get through this thing of feeling like you were better than other like not other females but females do you remember saying that yeah all? yeah yeah okay
1: <laughs> like working through your misogynism yeah Yeah,
0: (laughs) like, I definitely when I started presenting more masculine, I definitely felt that as well.
1: Yeah, and I'm and I'm glad I kind of like, was able to to work through the majority of that Mm -hmm. before I started, like before I had even come to terms with my gender, like, because I think it would have definitely gotten the way if you're going to start presenting more masculine or whatever it is, like to not have the mindset that you're doing this, like, to prove anything to anybody else, or to like be mm-hmm. better than anybody else.
0: Mm-hmm. Doing... Yeah, you got to make sure you're doing it for the right reasons.
1: Yeah, exactly, exactly. And I, and I, I, honestly, I didn't. Um, I think part of it for me was I had this like really long hair,
0: mm-hmm. which
1: which made me like that much more inherently feminine presenting. And when I cut my hair junior year of high school. Um, that's when I started like wearing makeup, like, okay. more, like I, I, my one friend remembers this cause I, I would say it all the time after I cut my hair was just like, I finally feel like it balances out.
0: Okay. So like, yeah, like
1: my hair is short now. So now I can be more feminine outwardly in other ways. ways. Yeah. Like I would never, I never wore like dresses or skirts, like voluntarily, unless it was like mm-hmm. a special event, like voluntarily. Mm-hmm like just in a like just for whatever (laughs) like I would never do that I cut my hair I was like well now everybody will know (laughs) that it's balanced because before I was dressing more masculine because I was like yeah I need people to know despite the hair (laughs) yeah I'm masculine
0: I definitely experienced a lot of stuff like that too like uh I there was a big thing for me with tattoos like I really like tattoos but I felt like I could only have them in very few places or I didn't like them and now that my body's changed and like more body hair and stuff I'm like oh like I could see myself having a tattoo anywhere like it doesn't make me feel weird anymore
1: that's a good which,
0: feeling <laughs> yeah which is not something that I expected at all like I feel like it's I don't know kind of random i guess
1: yeah like a like a weird like side effect yeah type, <laughs> type consequence
0: it's like i guess now that i see the other parts of my body as like uh masculine it's like doesn't i don't know doesn't weird me out anymore i guess
1: oh i want hand tattoos so bad this is, <laughs> that's just, that's just, <laughs> so do
0: i though but <laughs> like, uh, so badly I did I did one tattoo on my finger, and um, I did it, like, in between my fingers, and so it did not stay very well, but it's...
1: <laughs> I know, they fade so fast and everything. Yeah. Like, if I get a tattoo, I want to be able to see it all the time. Right. I know people who get tattoos on their back or on their shoulder or whatever, and they're like, I mm-hmm. forget I have a tattoo. And I was like,
0: what was the, the point, point then? <laughs> yeah.
1: But if you get a tattoo where you can't see it, who did you get that for?
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: like, It's bizarre.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so how old were you when you did figure it out?
1: Um, hmm. I think I was probably like mm, 17 probably. Okay. I think, and then kind of just internalized that for a few years. Have I told you about, like, <laughs> what like, like the dreams that I had that made me start questioning?
0: You had dreams?
1: Okay, so <laughs> this is okay. So I, when I was like, like a freshman, no, I think it was a sophomore. Mm. Sophomore, I started having sex dreams. <laughs> but in the sex dreams, uh-huh. I was with a girl. Uh-huh. So I was like, oh my god, am I gay? <laughs> but then in the sex dreams. I was a man. Okay. So I was like, well, sh-.
0: <laughs> Like, uh, two things are off here. I don't know. <laughs> am,
1: I, am I gay or am I trans? <laughs> what does this mean? Because it's a sexual <laughs> thing happening here. Um, <laughs> so that really set me back a few years. <laughs> it took me years to decode that one. <laughs>
0: That's
1: well, we're better for it.
0: <laughs> yeah. I feel like, like, I, my first memory of anything, like, thinking that I might be a boy was like, so I didn't think anything more than it. Like, there was no deeper thought to it, but I just remember having this reoccurring thought that I was born a boy, but that my parents wanted a girl. So they had the doctor make me a girl. <laughs> Like that's literally not possible. <laughs> no,
1: but that, that honestly makes sense because when when it's like in your mind mm-hmm. that's how you have to make sense of it because in your mind you're like, Well, obviously I'm this, so somebody yeah. did how something. Did I get here? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like I remember I think the, the reason it took me like as long as it did to like come out mm-hmm. was because I was like, Well, everybody feels like this, yes? <laughs> Yes, obviously I will eventually marry a man, but we all <laughs> want to kiss women, right?
0: That's so funny. We were No? Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> I talked about that with um a few people um already on the podcast that's like like especially with my sexuality and like dating guys and not actually really being into it. It was like, "Oh, everybody, this is
1: <laughs> Exactly. Like you don't realize like your brain isn't going to be like, well, you're inherently different than everybody else, obviously. Like, that's not
0: the first thing Yeah, you would never... Yeah. It's so crazy how many experiences you can have pointing towards who you are and just not even realize it for years. (laughs) (laughs) Did you have a lot of things that you, like, once you did realize it and comes to terms with it, Was there a lot of, like, memories that you're like, oh, that was so clear?
1: (laughs) I don't know. I feel like mine weren't, like, especially, like, blatant or anything. Mm -hmm. But there were certain things where I was like, oh, I wasn't. (laughs) Like, I was like, oh, I did not like that girl.
0: I liked that girl. Yeah, that's, like, the majority of mine is, like, (laughs) every person – I don't know. It's like I had such strong crushes on these girls and I don't know how it didn't occur to me.
1: You're like, like wow. <laughs> that's not my business.
0: It's so insane. I guess we can talk about the JK thing one oh, one yeah. more time. We can do a, a brief one. <laughs> um. <laughs> Uh, I'm sure most people, if they exist on the internet, have seen something about it. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Basically, the whole thing is that there's people uh, claiming that trans people want to erase sex and therefore erase feminism and women altogether. Yes. Yeah. All
1: in one one go. (laughs)
0: Uh, could you imagine if like we had that actual power like that's God. not
1: <laughs> i'm flattered honestly dismantle wait
0: but also <laughs> if we were to have that power and use that uh against women and not men <laughs>
1: <what>? <laughs> of, of all people <laughs> that's the one we target
0: yeah men are like fine, they haven't but... been through
1: enough <laughs> And, like all of us wouldn't know
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's just yeah, it's a crazy accusation, and
1: I'm just shocked that some like the, the claim that that like trans people don't believe in sex, then what is the word trans
0: transsexual yeah
1: <laughs> why would we have a word? <laughs> <laughs> If we didn't like, in doing so, you acknowledge that.
0: I just want to know: Do people really like when they see a trans person? Do they really think that like I don't realize that I was born female? Like I'm just like I don't know what you're talking about. I've always been male.
1: (laughs) Or like, or like I just take testosterone, just like every other guy (laughs) takes testosterone. We're all doing this, right?
0: Yeah, we all do our shot every week together. Every Monday,
1: every man sits tra- <laughs> grabs his thigh or his stomach depending on how he's going to avoid scarring. Yeah. And, and- mean,
0: <laughs> we all had to have boobs chopped off, right? That was.
1: Right. <laughs> That's just part of growing up. Ah, uh, my bar mitzvah. Uh- <laughs> oh
0: god um so yeah I don't know that's just it's crazy to to truly believe that to think to be a person who thinks that women could just be erased or that people want that and are going to make it happen like that's just never
1: the fact that she's on a high horse to like I did my research and I checked with all my queer cis friends and it was okay. <laughs> they're on board. I'm like, oh, they're also transphobic. Like, that's not that's not a thing. And anybody saying like, oh it's just one like person's opinion. She has a huge platform. She has mm-hmm. already been quoted by Republican congressmen.
0: Yeah. That's also like saying Trump is only one person. It's
1: exactly like she, yeah, has one of the like largest platforms you can have, probably. Yeah,
0: yeah, slip. she has to. Um. Okay, so you answered this last time, but I'm gonna ask you again. Uh, all of this has actually just been me interrogating you to see if you're <laughs> you answer questions the same and. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Repeatability. Yeah, this is a psych evaluation actually. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, growing up, were you ever homophobic or transphobic?
1: Yes. I was homophobic.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um I remember one time thinking, uh, like because that's how I was raised, but because I remember <laughs> thinking one time, I don't understand. Like these gay guys they're real feminine. Could they not just date a very masculine woman?
0: <laughs> that is
1: Would that not work?
0: <laughs> such an <laughs> like, outrageous if, thought. That's so <laughs>
1: like, just, like such a gross misunderstanding <laughs> of what it means to be gay. I was like, I do not understand. <laughs> Simply figure this out. If you uh. wait, they will come. <laughs> um but yeah, I was lucky enough to to already be educated enough that when I first learned what it meant, like what a transgender person was, mm-hmm. um, that I was already like really open-minded. So instead of, I didn't form any opinion right away, I was just like, I asked my one woke friend, my like, <laughs> one queer friend, I was like, hey, what is this? <laughs> Shadow Rosa and and the rest of my crew for my Harry Potter fan account days. um, But that I was like, hey, what does this mean? And she just like, you know, told me her general basis. So I had a trusted opinion before I went out into the yeah. online world and sought more information.
0: And you had an open mind and... Yeah. Did you research? here I am now? <laughs> <laughs> and this is what happens. This is why <laughs> the,
1: this is the America <laughs> that we're all worried about. This is why you shouldn't teach your kids things. Then... Exactly.
0: You have one queer friend and then That's all it takes. Yeah.
1: My my kids aren't gonna have any friends. I'll I'll make sure of it.
0: <laughs> Just Marching band. On
1: all of them. <laughs> <laughs> That's a dank joke. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um. do you want to tell people where they can find you on the internet?
1: Yes. Um, on Instagram, which I'm assuming everybody's going to find this from there. But anyway, yeah, probably. Um, <laughs> at diana.gram. Uh, that's G-R-A-H-A-M. And then on Twitter, it is Diana dianaggram. Everybody forgets the middle G. And everybody thinks I put the middle G there because I couldn't get dianagram. Not the case. G is my middle initial.
0: There you go. That's the scoop. That's the
1: <laughs> fun fact.
0: All right. Well, um, thank you for doing this a second time, Mrs. Fenn. Been...
1: <laughs> yeah, the first recording will be available, uh, you have to pay for that one. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's, so. that's,
1: that's for exclusive VIP.
0: Exclusive listeners. Yeah. Oh. Um. We'll be on my Patreon. Uh, we have <laughs> one level. And that is the only thing available as well.
1: And it's worth the $3,000. Yeah,
0: definitely. (laughs) Uh. It definitely
1: exists.
0: (laughs) All right. uh, But yeah, thank you for doing this. And um, do this again tomorrow then, I (laughs) take I love Kyle. I have no friends. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) All Uh. right. (laughs) <laughs> All right. Nice Thank to you, to you. Yeah. <laughs> Have a good night. You See you. Bye. That is it for this episode of Speaking Out Proud. There's a new episode every Tuesday of Pride Month. Thank you for listening.